During this sacred and holy month of Elul, we are continuing in our journey to try to make our tefillah experience meaningful, impactful, and fulfilling. But the truth is the tefillah experience begins before we ever step foot in shul. The tefillah experience even begins before we open up the siddur. For Chazal, the rabbis instituted that upon awakening in the morning, we already begin to daven. We begin our tefillah experience. We recite, Mo da'ani lefanecha melech chai v'kayom shechazarta bin nishmasi b'chemlo Rabba Amunasecha translated Modaani Lifanecha Malachai Vikayom. I thank you, living and eternal king. Shahazarta binishmasi bichemla, forgive me back my soul in mercy, Rabba Amunasecha. Great is your faithfulness. The rabbis were so eager for us to begin the tefillah experience that they created this tefillah that does not have the name of Hashem so that we're able to say it immediately upon awakening in the morning. And the truth is this tefillah is multifaceted. This opening morning prayer is so profound on so many different levels, but I want to share with you an incredible story. The story is told about the great tzaddik, Rabbi Yeshaya Mishulam Zushia of Chernobyl. The Rebbe of Chernobyl. Chernobyl is one of the great Hasidic dynasties. And the story is told that one time the Chernobyl, the Chernobyl Rebbe was traveling from one city to another. And originally the journey was supposed to take a day. The Rebbe is traveling with an entourage. But alas, they got a little bit delayed. The sun began to set and they had to check into an inn at the side of the road. This inn was owned by a simple Jew. A simple ignorant Jew, but this Jew knew Jewish royalty when he saw it, and he was so excited about the opportunity to be able to host the Rebbe of Chernobyl. So the entourage comes in, they dive in Mincha, they eat dinner, they dive in Mayriv, they retire for the night, and the innkeeper decides he knows that the Rebbe is going to set out the next morning, so he decides for himself, you know what, I'm going to make a beautiful spread for the Rebbe. He wake a good breakfast, he wakes up early in the morning, and he checks in to see what's happening with the Rebbe. He sees the Rebbe is awake preparing himself to daven shacharis, preparing himself to daven the morning tefillahs. Okay, so the, so the innkeeper figures plenty of time. Innkeeper himself runs, he davens. After he davens, he comes in and checks back on the Rebbe and he sees the Rebbe is still preparing. He's doing his hachonis, his preparations for shacharis. He hasn't even put on his tefillin. He hasn't even started davening, still preparations. Innkeeper says, great. He whips up a breakfast like his Su'udas Shlomo HaMelechas, a meal of Solomonic proportions. Multiple courses, fresh bread, everything beautiful, beautiful. Finally, he finishes, the table is set, he's ready to go. He looks back into the Rebbe's room and the Rebbe is still engrossed in his hachonos, his preparation for davening. He has not yet even begun to actually daven yet. A couple of minutes go by, an hour goes by, finally two hours later, the Rebbe emerges from his room, having Davin Shachris, sits down at the table. And he's awed, he's awed by the generosity of the innkeeper. He thanks his host profusely, washes, and begins to sit down to have the morning meal, to have breakfast. As the Rebbe is eating, the innkeeper comes over. And the Rebbe, of course, again expresses his incredible gratitude. The innkeeper says, Rebbe, can I ask you a question? The Rebbe says, of course. He says, Rebbe, explain to me, what were you doing for so long before Shachris? I understand person Davin's along Psuke de Zimra says Brachos with Kavana, Davin Shmona Esre with overwhelming concentration. But what were you doing before Davening that took you so long? And said the Chernobyl Rebbe to the simple Jew something amazing. So I'm gonna tell you the truth. In the morning when I say Modeani, I thank you, Hashem. I often find it difficult to move past the word Ani, I. Because as soon as I say, I thank you, Hashem, I begin to wonder, who am I? 
what am I? What is my purpose in this world? What is my shlichus? What is my agency? What am I here to accomplish? And how should I accomplish it? How do I give HaKadosh Baruch Hu nachos? How do I make the Ribonosh Olam proud? And the Chernobyl says, I get so caught up in the Ani, in the eye of Mo Ani, that I can't even move forward until I answer all of these questions. That's why my hachonas, that's why my preparations for davening take so long. I get caught on that first phrase, Mo Ani. I thank you, Hashem. Who am I? What am I? What is my responsibility in this world? And I think the Rebbe is teaching us an incredible lesson. You see, often, when we think about tefillah, and even as we discussed in previous shiurim, we look at tefillah as a vehicle to connection to God. Why do I daven? I want to create the dialogical connection, a relationship with my father, a relationship with the Rebbe Shalom. That's absolutely true. But we often overlook another aspect of tefillah where tefillah offers us the opportunity to create a relationship with ourselves. Rav Sham Shnefal Hirsch, in his Sefer Chorev, says something, he says, if you look at the word Tadavin, Lehit Palel, he says, what's the Shoresh? What's the root? What's the root of Lehit Palel? Palal. Palal. Palal means to, in- to judge. Lehit Palel is the reflexive form of that verb, which means, Lehit Palel means to engage in the process of self-judgment. Cesar Shamshunafal Hirsch, Tfila offers us the opportunity to con- disconnect from the manic pace of life and to think not only about God, but to think about me, the Ani. Who am I? What am I? What am I doing? Where am I going? What's my mission? What's my destiny? Am I actualizing my potential? Lehit Palel means that Tefillah offers me the opportunity to engage in the process of self-evaluation, self-judgment, and introspection. You see, we often think that the goal of Tefillah is whatever you do, don't let your mind wander. Kavana means concentration, don't wander. Now, that is true. In other words, my mind shouldn't wander to my business, and my mind shouldn't wander to my stocks, and my mind shouldn't wander to my vacation, and my mind shouldn't wander to my sporting teams, or any other things that are very nice in life, but I shouldn't be thinking about those during davening. But your mind is supposed to wander a little bit. What is it supposed to wander? It's supposed to wander with thoughts of, how am I living? How am I living? What does my life look like? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, is my life in accordance? Do I live my life in accordance with the values that I espouse to believe in? My mind is supposed to wander a little bit, but only wander to the good things, only wander to the important and impactful things. Lehit palel means to engage in the process of self-evaluation, of self-judgment, to focus a little bit on the ani, and like the Chernobler, when I begin in the morning, Ani, I thank you to begin to think, who am I? What am I? How am I living? This is the duality of the tefillah experience. Tefillah offers us the opportunity to come closer to Hashem, but tefillah also offers us the opportunity to come closer to ourselves. You know, it's interesting, Rav Sham Shunafal Hirsch was lamenting the manic pace of life. Can you imagine? What Rav Sham Hirsch would say, if he saw our lives today, we're always connected, we're always plugged in, we're always on. Even when we have free time, we have so many distractions. So dear friends, when do we ever have the opportunity to think about who we are, 
what we are, how we're living, and where we're going? And the answer is tefillah. Tefillah gives us the opportunity to focus and to think about and to cogitate on the Ani. Maybe be Zochem Hashem to use this beautiful gift of tefillah to come closer to Hashem and Emir Hashem to come closer to ourselves as well. Wishing everyone a wonderful day and a meaningful rest of Chodesh Elul.